0: everyone welcome back to another episode of half bloods and happy meals and i know i know what you're gonna say it's been four months four months where have you been monome where have you been uh, and I, I have a really good excuse for this <laughs> it's uh it's the standard excuse of i have exams 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 <laughs> i mean it really it's 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 really been really hectic for these past four months and I have had no freaking time to record. I did cannot sit down for one moment without getting uh, flashbacks—war flashbacks. I'm getting war flashbacks to exams now. Uh, but um, yeah, yeah I, I'm—I r- I feel really great coming back to this podcast because I know it's been sitting on the back burner for months now, and I and I just felt like coming back to you guys and giving you a chapter. We're doing chapter eleven today of the Lightning Thief. And uh, I'm I'm not sure how uh, frequent this podcast is going to be. So if you don't see me for a month, don't think anything. I'm not gone. I'm still here. I'm still going to post. But I'll mostly post when I get time because uh, it's time is really hard to come by nowadays, uh, at least for me. So it's going to be a a really big problem to post frequently, like weekly. Weekly, I don't think it's going to happen. If it does happen, you're lucky. (laughs) That's all I can say, you're lucky. Um, But yeah, I just wanted to preface this by saying that I am really sorry for four months of no content. That must have been hard for you guys. But you, you guys have been listening to the older episodes, and I appreciate that so much. We got a lot of listens during that time, and I hope they'll increase. And I hope you give me good ratings and reviews so that a lot of people can find this podcast. And if they do, I I love you guys so much. So yeah, let's just get into this episode. And uh, yeah, thanks for your time. Let's get into it. Okay, okay, we are back, baby. Let's get into Chapter 11. We visit the Garden Gnome Emporium. Okay. So the first thing that happens in this chapter is Percy blames the gods, and I, I feel you, Percy. You should blame the gods because they are insufferable, idiotic pieces of shit. Uh, I mean that. Uh, gods are, gods are so idiotic sometimes. It's it's crazy. Uh, and he says like it's somewhat of a good thing to know that Greek gods are out there because when crazy shit like this happens, if you don't remember because it's been four months. Uh, chapter 10 they blew up a bus with three crazy bat winged ladies so Percy's like yeah it's it's good to gets good to know that there are Greek gods out there so you can blame it on them because this shit happens so that's good <laughs> and I feel you Percy I feel you I really do and um, after the bus fight the trio argue about stuff and I I understand this too because uh, our Annabeth Annabeth told Percy not to do anything because she, I think she was trying to keep him safe, which is, which is adorable. And they do make uh, make up after that, so it's it's okay. They just have like a small little argument, and um, uh, yeah, I I I really love Percy and Annabeth's dynamic in this. They like they really understand each other, and even though Annabeth knows about. Athena's and Poseidon's feud, like they don't really get along. She she really likes Percy, you know, even if they, even if uh, they're friends, they're just friends right now, but they really do like each other and they really understand each other and you really feel that through the writing, so a hats off to Rick. Uh, that's some really good writing there. Um. Yeah, so, and it's it's crazy to see that Annabeth has, since uh, she's, since seven years old, she hasn't left the camp. So basically, this is her first quest. And uh, it's crazy crazy to think that she's um, this skilled. And she understands so much about uh, the o- outside world. Even a little more than Percy, who feels a little lost here. I mean, Percy hasn't been in this situation ever, so... I understand that and Annabeth's been training her whole life for this situation almost Uh, almost like five years I think yeah five years seven to twelve she's twelve right yeah so five years before before Annabeth gets uh, cut off by Grover she's gonna say something like uh, something funny happened on the bus or something I don't think we'll ever know what that is because she gets cut off by Grover playing his reed pipes (laughs) and and this is the way you know that this book is dated it's it sounded like hilary duff and i even i don't even know who hilary duff is i'm just going to guess it's some old dated reference that rick felt was okay to put in these books i think that's the that's the best charm about these books i think because the references are so dated it just feels like a time capsule you know and i i i get why they don't change these references because it's just so um uh, what is it? It adds charm to the book, basically. I like it. Um... Yeah. So, 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 next, next. And Percy complains about not having infrared vision uh, because it's really, really dark outside. He can't see shit. And I get you, Percy. I want infrared vision, too. <laughs> and suddenly the trio smells fried food burgers and fries oily shit you know fried food sometimes it smells amazing and sometimes it smells terrible it smells terrible after you've had a lot of fried food so when when you don't have fried food it smells amazing because it's fried food yeah you get it you get it and uh, they see a shop I think let me let me just see it's a restaurant Um. It was a long low warehouse surrounded by acres of statuary. The neon sign above the gate was impossible for me to read, because if there's anything worse for my dyslexia than regular English, it's red cursive neon English. Yeah, I I can't read that sometimes, Percy, so I I understand, I understand. (laughs) So the sign said, Auntie M's Garden Gnome Emporium. And this doesn't sound suspicious at all, does it? Does not sound suspicious at all. Okay. And as advertised, there were two cement garden gnomes. Ugly bearded little runts. Smiling and waving as if they were about to get their picture taken. So, um. So this is really interesting because the first. The first two statues we see before we enter into the garden are smiling, but the other. All the other statues have, um. What is it? Looks of terror on their faces. So that's that's interesting. So are those statues um, the ones that Medusa turned, or are they just uh, display statues made of cement? I don't know. And we do find out that Auntie M is Medusa in this chapter. If you've read it, it's not really a spoiler because they they tell us in this chapter that she's Medusa. And they notice that the lights are on inside, so someone must be home. And Grover is not having this place. I think uh, he feels that this place is really weird. Uh, Yeah, I agree, Grover, it is weird. I don't know why Percy and Annabeth are trudging into this place like they own it. But but I also understand why uh, Percy and Annabeth would trudge into this place. Because whenever you're hungry, you feel like, you feel like anything is possible. You know, you could jump off a cliff for food if you wanted to. <laughs> um and enchiladas and aluminum cans are basically veget vegetarian food. So that's great. I, I, I wanna go to the nearest store right now and search aluminum cans <laughs> in the vegetable section. If they don't have them I'm gonna tell them to stock them up because Grover needs aluminum cans, that's for sure, and then yeah, they notice the statues, and then we get when they get to the door, they see uh, a tall middle eastern woman and um uh, I didn't really like how that was described, you know a tall middle eastern woman I mean Percy shouldn't assume it's because she's got a veil over her head it's not it's not like I don't understand that it's it's a little it's a little weird for me. To know that Rick wrote that, so, mm. and he does a little something a little more weird. He describes the texture of her skin as coffee color color. I mean, you know what I mean? and it's not really good to describe skin with food. Um, it's it's better to just say um, if your skin is black, you just say the skin was black. If your skin is brown, you just say the skin was brown. And I'm Indian, so I feel that the best way to describe um, skin color mine is a reddish brown so you just if I was in this book as a character uh, you would just say he had reddish brown skin and that's the best way to describe it because you don't describe a uh, white colored skin as a uh, as white as ch- white chocolate chips right it does not make sense to describe skin that way so coffee colored skin is not a good um, what is it, an uh, adjective to use to describe skin, if you understand me. Uh, it just, it just doesn't suit that uh, description at all. And it's not, it's just not a good description of skin. You just describe it by its color. Okay, enough of me ranting about that. That was just something I noticed, so just wanted to point it out. Uh, this woman offered them inside, and she asked, like, oh my god, what are you guys doing out here all alone? And the first thing Percy comes up with is that they're orphans and they got separated from their ringmaster. They're part of a circus and the ringmaster told them to wait at a gas station. But it must have been a different gas station, so they're lost. And Percy, you are such a dumb-dumb. You could have just said you got separated from your parents and you can't find the gas station. Boom. Done. What the hell's the matter with him, bro? (laughs) ringmaster a circus where do you come up with this shit and annabeth says your head is full of kelp i agree annabeth his head is full of that seaweed kelp that's why that's why he's seaweed brain that is why he's seaweed brain (laughs) and uh and uh, percy it's funny that percy actually acknowledges that it's stupid for him to walk inside the strange place with the strange person Without uh, investigating. Because now that he knows there are monsters in this world. It's a little bit weird to just walk into a place without trusting anyone. Uh, without anyone you know who's like trustable. Trustworthy. Trustable. Oh my god. Uh, my English here. Okay. Let's, let's just move on. And it's funny because the owner is Medusa. So you, Percy you got to be careful man. Listen to Grover man. L- Grover's Grover's the goat. He's literally go- the goat. Greatest of all time. Come on, listen to him. Uh, so they walk in. Auntie M gives them food. Burger and fries. And Percy's like really, really hungry. So he just chomps down on the food without even thinking. And I bet it's the same too. And uh, Grover doesn't really get into it. Like he's suspicious of the place. So he just doesn't want to touch the food. And, uh, and one thing I find weird here is Auntie M actually goes on a full monologue about her backstory so we know he, she's Medusa because we have read the chapter but Percy and Annabeth don't know she's Medusa yet so I don't understand why she would go on this whole monologue about her having two sisters and she's um, she was cursed by this uh, gray-eyed person who looks like Annabeth and uh, she got she got caught and she was cursed by this person is she just giving herself away so I don't I don't really understand why she would do that I mean she would want the tactical advantage to take these guys down right that's what she wants to do she wants to turn them into statues right I mean she wants to kill Annabeth definitely because Athena cursed her and stuff but she just wants to turn Percy into a statue so why doesn't she just do it quietly and get it over with I mean I guess it's a book and the book's got a book so yeah I understand it, but it's a little weird. And Grover hears a hissing noise and uh it's definitely not snakes, Grover. So yeah, it's just the air fryer. Good years, buddy. Um and uh Auntie M walk um asks them to take a picture. You guys I rarely have kids visit me, so would you mind taking a picture? and yeah and they they go outside and there's not really much light and Grover's like where's your camera uh it's suspicious he realizes that one of the statues over there does look like his uncle ferdinand and uh, annabeth uh, puts on her yankee's cap and pushes the boys aside and bravo annabeth where would we be where would we be without her i mean seriously she is the most intelligent person ever it, granted, it did take her a little time to figure out med- who Medusa was, but considering that this is her first quest, this girl has got talent, I tell you. Real, real talent. Okay. Um, and and she says, okay, so this is clearly Medusa. Don't look her in the eyes. And Percy, the dum-dum, was going to look her straight in the eyes, but... Um, thankfully, Annabeth stopped that, so that's good. And we see that uh, Auntie M or Medusa, as she's more well known, actually just wants to kill Annabeth and uh, preserve Percy as a statue because uh, the myth, the myth uh, that Medusa had an affair with Poseidon, so she actually likes Poseidon and annabeth found out about that in her own temple so that's why she cursed medusa to be all uh sneaky and turn people to stone um and oh, uh, but so the, the 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 trio have the, the, the um, i'm not making a rap i assure you <laughs> the trio have a fight with medusa and uh, annabeth gives Percy like a crystal ball thing that has like a reflective surface so he just walks up to Medusa and he uh, slices her head off yeah with some help from Gover the goat the goat Um, and uh, the next thing he does the next thing Medusa does uh, then I'm sorry the next thing Percy does is he takes the head and he mails it to Mount Olympus, and Grover's like, Yeah, they'll think you're impertinent, and he's like, "Yes, I am impertinent way to go percy i i I see you there, okay, so that's it for this chapter, I think, yeah, so they have a whole fight with Medusa, and they um and the heroes win ultimately, and per- Percy mails her head to Olympus uh as a spoil of war and yeah so that's the end of this chapter and the end of this episode of half plus and happy meals i hope you guys enjoyed my thoughts on chapter 11 and uh, i i assure you uh guys that this time there won't be as long of a stretch in episodes as like i had before so four months is a long time i understand that but i had a lot of things things to do and a lot of work and i just not could not take time off for this podcast which is which is sad because i really do want to take time off for this podcast because it is it is uh, my dream to be talking about these books that i love so much um yeah so uh, there won't be as big of big stretches as four months maybe a month maybe two weeks um, in max so i'll try to get off uh two episodes each month, so that's my promise to you, if there aren't two episodes, you can just, you can just keep, uh, (laughs) you can just keep blasting my emails, and uh, telling me to finish the second episode, so I'm going to finish the second episode quickly, and I'm going to upload it too, I'll give a little bit of time, like a week in between episodes, Um, and yeah, uh, what else, yeah, I want to plug some stuff, I want to plug some stuff, yeah. Okay so um I have an Instagram page dedicated to PJO so if you haven't checked that out uh, it's at uh, the damn PJO fan page I'll I'll put the link in the uh, uh in the show notes and I have a Twitter account if you want to follow my Twitter it's public so you can follow it it's at um 21 at manomishravaj. I'll link that below too so you can follow that uh, and uh, yeah if you follow the show on itunes rate and review the episodes and i'll see you guys in the next one peace this episode was edited and produced by yours truly if you want to reach the show you can email me at halfbloods and happy meals at gmail.com Half Bloods and Happy Meals is available wherever you get your podcasts. The major platforms are Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Breaker, Radio Public, Overcast, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and Stitcher. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast, and I'll see you on the flip side.